Hey guys, Future Jonathan here with a quick little side note before we go into the main show today. You may notice that there's a bit of a drop in quality of Juliana's microphone for this episode, and that's because there was some issues with recording and we think we used the wrong device or something along that lines. And so there's a little bit of extra background noise and a little bit of echo that I've done my absolute best to eliminate, and I hope you won't hear any echoes. But if you do, I hope it doesn't distract too much from the actual show itself. We take the production pretty seriously. Uh, we want to, you know, make good quality things if we're going to make them in the first place. At least that's my mentality. And so it was kind of a tough choice on whether to actually release it with the way it was. But I came to the conclusion that's and with the help of my two siblings, that releasing content is better than not releasing content. Uh, and it was a pretty fun episode. So I hope you'll enjoy it still. Um, and another thing you may have noticed or you may not have since this is only the second episode, there's a pretty big delay in the release of this episode. Uh, since then, we've recorded another one. Uh, and it's mainly just because that feeling out my schedule and everything like that. I personally edit all the podcasts. And so I was a little bit late on that, but I've found a much better routine and we're in a good schedule and a good rhythm. So you should be able to expect episodes once a week or at the very latest uh, every other week. So you have that to look forward to. And you also have the rest of this episode to look forward to. So without further ado, here we go. And welcome to the Three Minds podcast, in which we discuss a different topic every episode uh, between loving siblings, myself, Jonathan Wade, the lovely Juliana Wade, and Dr. James Wade, tackling new topics every single week. And this week, we're covering serial killers. But first, James, how are we doing? I think I'm doing better than you. <laughs> Out of the gate. Jonathan's che- Jonathan's cheery disposition is tricking you. He's he's in a bad mood today. Lies. Just just a little bit. Um everything that could possibly have gone wrong has pretty much gone wrong in trying to record this morning apart from my computer exploding into a fiery mess. So let's just hope that doesn't happen. This morning was the technology version of 2020 for you. Oh gosh. Juliana, how are we doing? I'm tired, but pretty good. Pretty good? Can't complain. I, I can. <laughs> I've been complaining all morning. Um, God. Uh, it took three takes to get that cheery disposition and probably a fourth in post. Um, but we can cheer each other up with serial killers. Yeah. I'm glad we're not doing happiness today because I don't know how <laughs> happy I'd be about that. Um Anyway, um, give a little life update about second week of Furman. We're all still here. Uh, no crazy COVID cases. No, no, no one's getting sent home. No, no crazy COVID cases. I've been given us an obscene amount of homework in comparison to many of my friends. Many of my friends who are taking the same classes, but just online. I don't have nearly as much. I'm just, it's weird i don't understand you should understand. all take a therapeutic breath <laughs> this is called ocean breathing if you feel flustered if you feel self-conscious it's a good time to just take a pause take a deep breath in through your nose juliana you should you can watch watch juliana watch. you're not watching i, I see watch. i hate everything y'all are doing right now <laughs> we're not doing it at the same time kind of sounds like the ocean i'm gonna make my own podcast now and <laughs> cut you guys out of it <laughs> we're here to just help help navigate this worry about your own eyebrows days it's okay <laughs> now you froze now he's back a little mindfulness what have been your pals and wows of second week of Furman? We're not done. Oh, oh still going? I remember Kayla needed James to do something when he first got his Apple Watch, and he said, no, I'm breathing. He's busy. This isn't an ASMR podcast, guys. 
I'm gonna have to cut all. Healthy. I'm gonna have to cut all of this out. <laughs> no. Negative. This is podcast gold. We could be helping someone who's stressed and they're slowing down. And they know it doesn't just take a couple minutes. We sometimes need to. I'm gonna like put death metal over this instead. Jonathan, are all your clothes the same hue? Yes, they, they are. Like, <laughs> you know, blue is supposed to be a common color. You should probably try and face your closet. Did you know that anxiety is rising amongst uh, all people under 50? Oh, yeah, it definitely is. And I think you could probably give everybody in the world a little adjustment disorder diagnosis because of all the COVID changes and stress with that. Yeah, everyone's anxious. When I have people that are not anxious, I I get confused. (laughs) I'm like, how are you not anxious? I definitely go towards that versus depression. Everyone leans like one direction or all the directions. Anyway, <laughs> I want to know what your hardest class is going to be, Jonathan. My hardest class is the chemistry prob- one. No, it's going to it's going to be my hardest class to not leave early every day. Um, to for reference. We took a practice quiz. The man, people, people might listen to this. Um, there was a practice quiz that was basically it was percent comp. No, uh, yeah, it was percent comp, drawing a mass spectrometer and saying how it works, and some very basic unit conversions like kilogram kilograms to milli, uh, milligrams and stuff like that. What type of mass spectrometer? Um, they didn't specify, but I think it's acceleration or something like that. It's where they use um, they use an ion source like tungsten and bombard the sample material with electrons, and that gives the sample material a positive charge, and then it goes through a magnet, and uh, you get the mass charge ratio. Oh, a magnetic sector? Yes. Oh, well, that's old. I know. I would that, just sh- like to no, point isn't, out, isn't the, gold the majority s- of viewers, they will have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, they go read a book. Um, <laughs> yeah, but a majority of zero is still... <laughs> so mom will not know. Dad would probably know. He knows those things. No, he would, he, he would, would not, not know. know what a mass, magnetic it, sector mass spectrometer is. Isn't the, um, isn't the like gold standard now? It's like gas chromatography or something like that. No. You're a gas chromatography. There's no gold standard. Depends on the question that you're wanting to answer. I thought you just filled it up with an inert gas and then you, whatever. I use P. Is P. Mass spectrometry is in a vacuum. Well, really? Whatever. Unless you want to do collision-induced association, there can be a a nitrogen nebulizer gas flow. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Not interested anymore. This is literally what I have my degree in. That's true. Did you know they put the smell into gas? You know, gas, they put the smell in. You're talking about natural gas? I know this from friends. Mm-hmm. It's so you can smell it. We were talking about this the other day. Do people actually like friends or is it just like popular? Like, I actually it, like friends. But does, it, does it compete with like the office or community? Oh my gosh, I love community, by the way. If you guys haven't. Oh, I didn't. I, I've heard. It's like got some of the same so writers good. or people from the office. It's so right? good. It's so good. Watch it. Oh. Watch it. Okay. Well, let's go back to the first thing you were saying. Friends. Everybody likes friends. I don't know. <laughs> you might be too young. I would say maybe he's too young. To I like feel friends. like I feel I was talking with some people the other day and they said, I feel like I only like friends because everybody likes friends. And it's, I think it's, it's one of it's, the best sitcoms that's ever been they, made. They think it was just average. Negative. It's a little uh, anti-gay, but you know, who wasn't? <laughs> John Wayne Gacy certainly wasn't. Actually, he kind of was. Um, John Wayne Gacy um, was raised to think being gay was well, like probably a lot of people back in the day. But he but was gay. He no, he never admitted to being gay. He said I know, he but was, he was clearly homosexual. He said he was bisexual, and it took him like twenty years, like. After getting caught to admit it, maybe it was, I don't know when he was executed, which is giving that away. But, um, yeah, he only ever said he was bi, but like on Mother's Day with one of his wives, um, he said, um, we're just not going to ever, um, 
be close anymore like that. We're just going to live together. And then he continued to be with the boys he killed. So speaking of Gacy, Juliana, would you like to, how about we begin our discussion talking about serial killers by uh, one of the questions we asked uh, when we were discussing this was what counts as a serial killer? Well, I was hoping one of you guys would actually look up the definition because I still only have my my thought on it, but I can give a little Google search. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's 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 create our own. We'll create our own standard. Yeah. Okay, James, so, what do you think a serial killer is defined as? If I kill two people, am I a serial killer? Depends. What if you're just a bad serial killer? Like if you try to kill like 20 <laughs> people and you only succeed on two of them, you're still probably a serial killer. Probably like a lot of people got away. I think it takes more than one event, like time and location or like, I think it would still count if you like lured people to your home. So that'd be the same location, but different times, different events in history, documented attempts at murder or murder in my humble opinion. I say four. Four or more. I say first three, just testing it out. No, so you I feel, feel like I, it. I feel like three is enough. Okay, someone look it up. No. Negative. No. 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 How many people did Gacy kill? 30, 17. 33. 33. I don't even know who this is. Well, Juliana, how about you tell us who John Wayne Gacy is? I want to talk a little bit more about serial killers first. Because oh y'all are talking to a therapist, mental health professional. Okay. So I, I'm sure there's some questions around that. I want to know why people like talking about serial killers. It's very fascinating yeah people like i was talking to my hairdresser a few weeks ago or two weekends ago and um we were kind of talking about our professions and i always joke with my hairdressers that they have similar professions to me because people just talk to them and they help people and um we both agreed that we're both really dark and twisty and we like the morbid podcast shout out to that if anyone likes morbid podcast and really like true crime really dark and twisty and she was laughing and she was like yeah and i try to get my parents into it but they don't like things as gruesome as i do and it's just boring like she's just saying she's like i'm really tired of just like a simple gunshot like come on like that's too easy and she's this like nice hairdresser that like works with kids and families and she just likes it and people do they love it so do either of you guys like serial killers and like I, yes, I do. I did not enjoy Crime and Punishment nearly as much as I had hoped, but for, like, movies and stuff, like, I really enjoyed Zodiac, I really enjoyed Seven, what's, you know, what's in the box? Um, Anyone like Silence of the Land? Yes. Well, it's a classic one. Yeah. What about you, James? I know Kayla probably isn't, right? She gets, she gets freaked out about it. Do you think... Do you think you have ever like talked to, has there ever been somebody you've like had a conversation with and you think maybe they like keep people in their basement? I've talked to people that I think maybe one day. Yes, but I won't say too much more on that. Well, I can give, I can give um, probably something where I won't feel bad saying it or anything. So in my profession, I do diagnose conduct disorder in um, children under the age of 10, which is a pretty, you don't joke around with that diagnosis because from there you get to antisocial personality disorder, which is what I'd probably, if I had serial killers as my clients for a majority of them, if they were charming and able to manipulate, would probably give them that diagnosis. So I have given a handful of people this diagnosis in my profession of conduct disorder, which classifies as like, you know, poor social skills coupled with animal um, abuse, um, voyeurism, um, you know, issues with authority leading up to like their high school days, which would probably be, you know, have police involved in their world of some sort, breaking laws, stealing, harming others, things like that. So you can meet like little ones that are like already kind of disturbed and mostly have childhood trauma. And I'm sure I don't actually know um, the Golden State Killer because that's who y'all picked. I don't know his childhood, but I do know John Wayne Gacy's childhood was pretty tough. And so he probably would have gotten that conduct disorder diagnosis and that led to what I would definitely say he's got 
antisocial personality disorder and other stuff. If James, if you, uh, if you had to pull a breaking bad, would you be able to like dissolve a body in your bathtub if you wanted to? I mean, can I use Google? I guess, but wait, you're not supposed to use your bathtub. It can go through porcelain. Oh, right. And you got a big hole. Didn't that happen in Breaking Bad or something? Um, well, that's just if they use HF, hydrofluoric acid. But you don't have to do that. There's lots of things. What I'm that hearing can, is yes, James could definitely could dissolve a body in acid if you so choose. This is two. I guess. I don't think that's the best way to get rid of them. Why? Why? What the, what's, what's your better way? What do you do? burn them yeah i feel like a morgue where you just or uh what's it called crematorium yeah i don't know i don't know i wouldn't want to accidentally burn myself and then be caught well i guess you'd burn you could burn yourself if you're doing yeah burning it it is trouble though i feel you know i feel like i one guy was somehow this comes up in conversation far too much with some of my friends one guy was saying well no what you do is you bury them about eight feet deep and then four feet deep you have like the dead body of an animal so if like another animal ever digs it up or cops find it they'll see the animal bones and they'll be like oh an animal was just buried here and they wouldn't dig any deeper but i feel like plenty of serial killers might be totally fine killing a person and not fine killing an animal jules well, John Wayne Gacy had a run in with a husky when he was trying to murder one of his younger dudes that he was working with. Um, and he didn't end up hurting the um, hurting the animal. And then um, Bundy had a pet, I believe, or like his girl, long term girlfriend had one. But I think he's I think he harmed animals and um and um, did terrible things to them in the woods postmortem. So um, I think. The just common thing would be like no remorse for for life um, happens a lot. But yeah, I don't know if I were a serial killer, I would not harm animals personally. Well, you let us know. <laughs> but I had a question about some stuff when I was researching um, John Wayne Gacy. How do people get chloroform? Is that how you say it? Or am I saying it that wrong? Chloroform? You can buy it. Why? It's a can be a solvent for things. It can be a cleaning agent. Wouldn't you like pass out while cleaning with it? No, it, you it, you wouldn't actually pass out right away. You have to soak a rag in it, right? In order for well, I mean, it probably would not even be that effective. Hmm. Well, so how did people knock people out with chloroform? They did all in history with serial killers. Chloroform is used all throughout, even back to like. Um, like back in the Wild West, like they would go into like those early, early pharmacies and they would buy like everything to just, I think like Lizzie Borden bought chloroform and things to dissolve a body with. And like no one asked a question. The female serial killer? Mm-hmm, yeah, she killed her parents. There's not very many of those. No. Well, there's a lot of the, there's murderers that are female, like a lot of women that kill their children, which is not so nice. Yeah, there was a woman in South Carolina. I forget what her name was, but she claimed like a black guy killed her children. And there was this like big ordeal and people were like calling out for justice. And then it got revealed that she was the one she, that killed them. She drowned them. Is that? Yes. The right person. Yeah, this is what it sounds like from South Carolina. Rude. Just rude. <laughs> just, rude, rude. Just rude. But, but I didn't study that person, so I don't know yeah. a lot of the um, why she did something so terrible. Okay. Typically frowned upon. Yes. Let's uh, let's talk about our serial killers. So I feel like Juliana should go first, and then me, and then James and I can talk about Mr. D'Angelo. Okay. Um, well, I picked. We talked about it already, but I picked John Wayne Gacy. Um, because I think with Pennywise and like the It movies being popular, um, a lot of people are presently associate clowns with being terrifying and 
creepy and spooky and like it's one of the most common phobias i don't know do y'all have any do y'all are all afraid of clowns just in general or not really i had a dream recently where like a pennywise type clown would keep appearing every time i thought about him and i was trying to not think about him but trying whilst trying to not think about him i thought about him and he would appear but then it just got boring because uh, it kept happening over and over again. And then it sort of turns into a game of like, can I beat the crap out of a clown in my dream? So if a clown walked into like on Furman's campus, would you assume murder clown or would you assume like child entertainment with balloons and... During Rona, probably murder. <laughs> I, I would assume very drunk individual. Okay. <laughs> Well, back in the 70s, I think it was more child entertainment. Um, John Wayne Gacy was a part of a club for like professional clowns. I forgot what the club was called, but um, yeah, he joined that, I think, after beginning his murder streak. But especially once like he became more famous and he started loving the like, creepy murder clown um, identity and he even would paint himself as a clown murdering people and like make a ton of money off of it he painted a lot he was a terrible artist but he made a lot of money off of that he loved that kind of I don't know reputation so he kind of rolled with it but he um, killed 33 men or young young men um, he was charged oh I should have written all those stuff down but he was charged with a bunch of things um, full of Wikipedia here at the Three Minds Podcast, we offer nothing but the highest amount of professionalism, preparation. I have a pop-up on my computer messing things up. Well, anyway, um, how do I get rid of this? Hold on. I have that pop-up that I have to delete this. Not so funny when it happens to you, huh, Jules? <laughs> mm But it's figure-outable. I don't understand why you have a pop-up that prevents you from doing things. Facts. No, it like makes me Google. It makes me Yahoo search things instead of Google. And that's not what you want. <laughs> so that so that's how, you know, she pressed the wrong download button a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. What browser do you use? Safari, probably. No, I use Google Chrome. OK, anyway, I got everything I need. You're using Google Chrome, but you're you have Yahoo as your search engine. No, I don't. This pop-up thing, this virus or whatever, makes it like weird search engines that I don't normally use. Have you let your fiance look at your laptop and try and fix this? Yeah, he thinks I have to do something with like my work browsing stuff. I don't know. Anyway, uh, would you like to hear his convictions? Well, there's been so much buildup. How can I not? Okay. So John Wayne Gacy, um, he was born in Chicago, Illinois. And this is not he, his charges. I know. He died at age 52. Um, he was 5'9". Um, historically, like whenever any of the things that research talks about his childhood, they always start off. And I almost, I don't, let me preface, I do not feel bad for him, but maybe I feel bad for the child that he was, if that makes sense and doesn't make me a bad person. Um, I empathize with his childhood because everything starts off with saying he was a chubby child or he was a chubby boy or he was a fat kid. Like everything starts that out. So that is where some of our issues began. Um, but he himself grew up in a home where his dad was really abusive. He was raging alcoholic, not so nice of a person. And um, he went on to marry... Marilyn Meyer Myers yeah um and they were together for just like five years then she probably realized he was psycho and got rid of him and then he married um Carol Hoff who he was like halfway through the marriage I don't find you attractive we're not going to do anything we're just I have a question yes what are his charges we're getting to it <laughs> he had two children all while murdering people and just it, wasn't, the, to them. wasn't the first divorce because he got like charged with sodomy. He that's his first conviction. One count of sodomy, 33 counts of murder, one count of sexual assault and one count of indecent liberties with a child. 
So he was. What is in what indecent liberties? Indecent liberties. It's I think that would be called a euphemism. Yeah, he was inappropriate with Kit. Anyway, dad wasn't so nice to him and he somehow decided it was fun to murder people, which is really creepy. I think what always gets me with serial killers and murderers is like when they have these double lives. I don't like that at all. I don't like that they're killing people in a secret life, but I don't. It freaks me out because a lot of people, when he was arrested, they were like, oh, he's just like a funny dude. Like, it was kind of weird. They would hear reports from neighbors that were like, yeah, we heard people screaming at nighttime and leaving at like 1 or 2 a.m. These young boys leaving their home really late at night. But other than that, he was really normal. Like, they just never connected the creepy things. And he buried all of his victims underneath his crawl space of his home. So his kids, his two boys, and he had two boys, were just running around the home with like, dead carcasses putrefying underneath them. It must have smelled horrible. It did smell horrible. And he didn't let his um, family go into his garage. Like, would that was like a big household rule. So imagine growing up, if our dad was like, y'all could do anything you want, but you cannot go into the garage. That'd be so weird. And then when there was a smell, he said it was like sulfur. Like there's a lot of water underneath the home. And that's why it smells so bad. And he used all these weird chemical compounds or I don't know, cook stuff to try and mask it like lime or something. And um, it did not work. He just had to wait for the putrefaction to end. Disgusting. Gross. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a gross word in and of itself. Putrefaction. I think it's the correct word because I listened to a whole podcast on like the body decomposing. De- what am I trying to say? Decomposing. Posing process. Decomposing process. There's a chemical that you're smelling during that process whose name is putrescine. Disgusting. My Not li- my favorite smell. My life has been so enhanced by gaining that knowledge. Well, now you can know what you're smelling if you happen to be smelling a dead corpse. Oh my gosh, this smells like putrescine. Well. well facts. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> So one interesting thing about John Wayne Gacy is that he it was like a combination of would never. So he was analyzed by um, a psycho. I think I think it was been a psychiatrist or somebody big in the Chicago area. And he in his like clinical opinion, he said he had zero remorse for any of the things that he did, but also zero responsibility which made him really frustrating to talk to because he would go back and forth on one hand he would be like i had accomplices everybody helped me with this i like it w- wasn't me at all like i didn't do any of this and on the other hand he's like i don't feel bad for any of this like it like everyone had it coming like i have no remorse i don't flinch like i could rape and murder a, a guy and eat a ham sandwich right next to his dead Hold body on. the kid the kid that made him breakfast that he murdered had it coming too that he at the beginning of his murders he would go back and forth too like and he did not have a split personality anything like that but his he had very contradicting reactions like his emotional regulation was really wonky and really unstable and so he would be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry let me clean you up and then he'd be like hey can you grab that for me and like hit somebody over the head with a hammer they'd be like what the heck and he'd be like i just wanted to murder you like really <laughs> back and forth and he apparently didn't like the sight of blood, which that just makes me, I don't know, in some ways lose a lot of respect for him. Because it's like, if you don't like what you're doing, why are you doing it? But yeah, 33 people in his lifetime. That's way wow. too much. How do you get caught? I don't know a lot about that. Well, you're just into the, <laughs> you're just into the murders. <laughs> I know that there's a whole episode in like the podcast I listen to a lot on him getting caught. I had just never caught it. Um, but yeah, it's, it was apparently a big deal. I don't know. It probably had something to do with the decomposing bodies underneath his home. I would assume. How many of the serial killers do you think have been caught versus ones that are on the loose? I think a lot of the um, narcissistic serial killers that have been caught have claimed uh, or like taken um, 
they like have said the ones that he, they didn't do were there. So they claimed murders that they that were not involved in at all. So I think there's some out there. Zodiac then, is still out there, right? Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. I don't really care who it is. I would just love that to be settled. Yeah. Well, so frustrating when it's unsolved. Of, speaking of cold cases getting solved, we our good old boy James Joseph D'Angelo, also known as the Golden State Killer, was sentenced to li- to several life sentences without parole this Friday. Oh, so like a recent event. Yes. I love that. We're super trendy here on Three Minds. Is there, so uh, what what state is he serving his California? I would assume. Sentence. Okay. Um, he, oh yeah, Golden State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is responsible uh. for at least thirteen murders, more than fifty rapes, and over a hundred and twenty burglaries. And he was in action between nineteen seventy three and nineteen eighty six, and he was a former police officer. Do you know around what time of year he would do the most killing or burglaring? Well, it's California, so it's like the same year round. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the running joke with the with like the 1970 serial killers that they did a lot of their murder during the summer summer nights because in it. Hold on, who's who is this a running joke with? What what group of people are like podcasters (laughs) of murder stuff? Because I'm definitely getting this is I'm not taking credit for this murder or morbid podcast says it, but they always say fresh air is for dead people. So don't sleep with your windows open because people like the Golden State Killer would be hunting for you. He did have a very strong problem with voyeurism. He was he apparently was. So there's another serial killer named um, like Robert Ramirez, something Ramirez who was called the Night Stalker, but a par- Richard Ramirez, but he, the Golden State Killer, was originally called Night Stalker. So he's like the OG. Uh, he would peer through people's windows and watch them. Um, but he, he did so many crimes that he was given like three different names and like th- thought to be like, th- like the burglary was associated as like, I thought of as like a different person and the murders were thought of as a different person and the rapes were thought of as a d- different person. He was originally called the East side rapist and the night stalker. And it wasn't until 2013 that he was known as the golden state killer. Night stalker is a cooler name. I thought it was more interesting how he got caught. Okay, would you? How about I give a? Uh, I give a brief rundown of all the how things. How did he, he did. like to murder people? Well, I, I believe. Let's see. So he botched his first murder because that's what they always do. And so on October first, he broke in and tied up uh, a Goletta couple and uh, alarmed them by saying, "I'll kill him to himself." The man and the woman tried to escape and he left the room and the woman screamed, realizing that the alarm had been raised. The um, realizing that the alarm was raised, the Golden State Killer got on a bicycle (laughs) and rode away and a neighbor who was an FBI agent. So he robbed. So he he broke in and planned on murdering people who were neighbors with an FBI agent came in and ran after him. But he. But the Golden State Killer um, threw his bicycle and the knife away and fled on foot through backyards and got away. Well, they think that he was so good at getting away with it because he was a police officer. So he knew how they would investigate Mm him. Um, But he would often like to tie up his victims and beat them to death with blunt force objects like Apparently, uh, on March 13th, he killed a 33-year-old Charlene Smith and a 43-year-old man named Lehman Smith. Uh, They were murdered in their home, so he liked liked to break into homes. He had uh, 
often he would rape the women involved too. And then he would use an object that was in the home to bludgeon them to death. And he apparently used a unusual Chinese knot called the diamond knot. And that gave him the name diamond, the diamond knot killer uh, for a brief time after that. He has had all the nicknames. Yeah. Well, he also apparently would put plates on. So he would tie up the husband while he was going to go rape the wife. Mm-hmm. And he would put plates on top of the wife so or the husband. So if he moved, the plates would rattle. And then he would said he would kill the wife. I guess kill both of them. Did he, he kill children? No, no. But uh, <laughs> this is this is funny. Tied them up. Um, his brother-in-law said that D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer, casually brought up the East Area Rapist in conversation around the time of the original crimes, and neighbors reported that D'Angelo frequently engaged in loud, profane outbursts. Apparently, one time, a neighbor reported that his family received a phone call from D'Angelo threatening to deliver, and this is a quote, deliver a load of death because of their barking dog. So if anyone tells you that they're going to deliver a load of death on you, I'd be pretty concerned. Maverick doesn't like that very much. (laughs) I thought that that was an airplane. No, that's Maverick growling the whole time you were talking about that topic. He says he has had enough. Buddy, you don't like serial killers. But he turned himself in. Right? That's how that works. No, no, they they oh. he, they caught him. They caught him. Oh, oh. tell us because I don't know how people get caught. Apparently, genetic genealogy, forensic ge- well, genealogy. So they they had his DNA for a long time that they had collected over at a period of crime scenes, and I guess the detective who had been working on it, he had been working on it for over twenty years, and he submitted it to the. FBI crime database or DNA, whatever the, the, the database that they have of, of potential criminals that has something like, I don't know, a few million people in it and it didn't come up with a match. And so they were very disappointed because they thought that was going to be it. But what they ended up doing was submitting it to the various ancestry websites or DNA websites where you can go and get the, um, you can find your relatives on there. So they created a fake account and uploaded his DNA and were able to narrow it down to five people who were matched the age and then uh, were able to isolate him from going a little bit more. So the lesson to take away is that if you upload your DNA, your relative criminals are in trouble. So 23 and me, Helping stop criminals from. <laughs> Do you think that's why there's a lot less um, mass serial killers or like, I mean, I think because there's they think less. Because they get Because there's just so much like DNA and like, I don't know, technology advancements now versus the 70s. It just felt like everyone was out killing people. Well, I think there's f- fewer serial killers now because you have like. Netflix and YouTube and the internet. <laughs> Seriously, I think that people are are more they go into those communities instead of the serial killer communities. Out in other ways. Hmm. Maybe. So Netflix and YouTube are stopping us from murdering each other. Well, I'm sure they do their bad things too. Hmm. Well, um. statistically, out of the three of us. You two are more likely to be serial killers, Just white males in their twenties to, I guess, sixties. Pretty broad. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty large range. Is it because you realize that James is old now? You're no, not in your twenties. I know. You're too young. Oh yeah, you haven't I'm reached. A, I'm a budding serial <laughs> killer. Um, <laughs> okay. So your y'all serial killer you researched didn't really have. Um, like it wasn't kind of like a Ted Bundy or a uh, John Wayne Gacy, like, you know, going no, for specific just, gender he, and age. Well, yeah, he was a. So apparently like he was people. put on the burglary investigations team when he be, first became a police officer. And I guess that's where he picked up his pension for how to get away with burglary. Um, he got he got charged with 120 counts of burglary. <laughs> But I think that he so 
I don't know about the burglary, but I know that the rapes have exceeded the statute of limitations, so yes. he couldn't be charged for those. Most of them. So, yeah. But the murders still applied. So I think um, John Wayne Gacy was caught on surveillance, but I haven't read because we've been podcasting. <laughs> but I think surveillance footage caught him. And then they had a, um, a search warrant and then they smelled the nasty smells and they found all the bodies in the crawl space. Yeah, from what it sounded like, John Wayne Gacy was not a very careful murderer. <laughs> no, he was creepy, too. Like, yeah, like he, did he ever kill anyone in the clown costume? He would, I don't know, I think so. Um, he, or he would just use the clown stuff to make what he was doing less creepy. Like, he would invite boys over, and he, this is kind of weird, but he would be like, hey, let's drink some alcohol and watch porn together, because that's normal. And, like, they were like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm a clown, so I have handcuffs. And then he would put handcuffs on him and be like, can y'all get out? And they'd be like, no. And then, bam, murder. I don't understand I'm a clown, so I have handcuffs. Yeah. Is part of his... I'm do sure clowns, clowns normally have handcuffs? I, I think they do with, like, a little joke button. I don't know. Uh, I think, like, just, like, magicians and stuff have it. If I see a clown with handcuffs, I am immediately incredibly suspicious and would run away very We're quickly. definitely more of a suspicious, um, like group of people these days than we were back in the day did you guys hear about the clown hunting that was going on in south carolina well like the calls it would say clowns are like walking around in the woods yes but there were like clown sightings and so people would go around with a bunch of baseball bats in the back of pickup trucks driving around looking for clowns to beat the crap out of that's because people are crazy Imagine the calls, though. I like my I went on a trip recently and my my friend introduced me to her friend and she's a police officer. And she said she remembers when clown reportings would happen and they were just like the most terrifying. You don't want to go to those calls. No one wants to go to the clown wandering around in the woods. Just like, no, I'm busy that day. I'm sorry. Like if talk about. Like increasing your likelihood of being, I feel like a clown is probably like quadruple the likelihood of being shot by police than any other sort of demographic. Mm-mm. I'd shoot Not- a clown and ask questions later, personally. Yeah, I mean, it's a really. Well, you know, Nana's eat. neighbor was a clown. Was he? I think I remember she, that. Yeah. Rosie the clown. And there's still clowns that go into like um, hospital wings and stuff. Now I'd be like, no, thank you. I'd rather. I mean, I I feel like if if there is a clown in the woods, there's nothing possibly correct about that circumstance. Very terrifying. Although I've seen some pretty amazing like clown costumes at some Halloween parties and stuff like that. So, Juliana, since we haven't covered many of the serial killers, who are the maybe top three that we haven't mentioned that you think people should go look into if they're into serial killers? Hmm. Well, it depends. Yeah, it depends on how, um, cause some for me are even like too creepy, like the toy box murderer killer. No, no, no. But like Ted Bundy is a really good one. Um, um, who did the, uh, I'll look up one and rec- talk about it next week or just recommend it next week. But um, I would like to say we're not becoming a serial killer podcast. Okay, we're not becoming a serial killer podcast. But Caleb would never listen to it. <laughs> There's a lot of really good ones. I can't like because I like a lot of the ones that aren't like bigger deals but just listening to other morbid podcasts is really good true crime junkies really good um you just um, like the casual serial killers yeah, yeah. the ones i want to point out but, we asked for serial killers and you're just naming podcasts well that, that's how you'll find the really good ones i like lizzie borden i like history stuff too things from way back wasn't, when wasn't there a guy who built like a murder mansion or something Hmm. i can't remember his name so i'm not mentioning it um but yeah, there's 
Oh, I mean, Dennis, um, was Dennis his last name? Yeah. But I don't like him. Like, I think he was annoying. He- well, that's just because you listen to Morbid where they make fun of him the entire He's, time. But he was so pathetic. Like, I mean, they're all pathetic because they're murdering people. But BTK stinks. I don't like him at all. Um, do you, do you like the other serial yeah. killers? It, it, she, she right. It's like, it traps you when you talk about this kind of stuff. <laughs> Because it's, it makes I don't me know sound if your boss evil. Isn't this. No, she loves it too. You're gonna start grooming. Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all have any ones that you like learned about growing up or anything from school? Um, no, I guess like the only thing that I ever really learned about in school was like the Unabomber. Hmm. I one thing I don't like is I don't like school shooting stuff. I can't listen to those. Does the Unabomber count as a serial killer? Mm. No. No, that wouldn't. Just a mass murderer. Yeah, that's a mass. Okay. Kind of like a terrorist attack. Sorry, Unabomber, you don't make the cut. Well, and then the. uh, Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer! Duh. Wisconsin. (laughs) Shout out. Wasn't Ted Bundy also in Wisconsin? No, he was out west, like in Oregon and the Pacific Northwest no. is where all the serial killers are from, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing? Well, and then and uh, the Golden State Killer, he uh, he will die in jail because I guess that was part of his plea agreement. But it wouldn't really have mattered anyway because they don't have um, or California has not executed anybody in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Who was the did did any of y'all watch that Netflix show? Um, crap, this is not good content when you can't remember anything. Making a murderer. Mm mm. Um. Well, while you look that up, what should our topic be next week? Maybe something that Jane Mind Hunter. Did y'all ever watch Mind Hunter? Isn't that the show where the opening scene the guy's naked? Holding a gun. Yes, but you just have to keep pushing past that. Okay. It's just like a wow factor beginning episode, but it's really good. They portray it all very well. Um, shall we move to our next segment? Yes. Okay. So entering into this next horribly named segment, Sibling Smack Talk, in which each one of us picks a different sibling and we ask them a question and they have about five minutes to respond. It could be any question and uh, preferably answer truthfully. Um, so I have a question. And I think by five minutes, you mean like a minute. Yeah. At max. It's not going to be a 15 minute segment. That's fair. Yeah. Well, sometimes we get off on tangents. Um, like right now. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I have a question, but I also had to go first last time, so I think we should make James go first. I said I'm going last. He already called going last, so it goes oh, back okay. to you, Jonathan. No, Juliana goes first. Can you give me an example of what the questions are supposed to oh, be like? We already did an episode. But it was it didn't make sense then. Oh my goodness. What is that, James? That is not count as a question. Yes, James, share, show and tell, except very why audibly. You, why were you smelling an octopus? I'm not as squishy. He, yeah, he's smush, smashing his face with it. Is that a stress octopus? Hmm. I have all kinds of things on my desk. James, I don't, I don't know if you know, but this is an audio formatted medium. So that doesn't well. really work. <laughs> Whale. Whale. <laughs> Bad question. What you gonna I, do? I demand a different question, Jules. What did, what did everyone have for breakfast? <laughs> You're only allowed to ask one sibling. Yeah. What's that? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. James, what was your go-to sort of activity or did you have like a place you would specifically hang out in in college like what was your like go-to hangout thing that you did so i'm sure it would it changed year to year my freshman year i'm trying to remember back that was a long time ago you're old well as soon as i actually started doing research my go-to hangout place would have been lab more than likely 
Um, I did not go to the library very often. But have you heard people already say they're going on a date with James B. Duke? No. What does that mean? It's the Duke Library. So they go on a date with with James B. That means they're going to study. I've never I've never heard of that in my entire life. Well, um, late, once we moved to the apartments, we would go to people's places, people's uh, apartment and people would go play like Super Smash was pretty common. But that's probably like too old for even anybody in your age, Jonathan. To what? We've, I played Smash Bros last night. On what? Uh, on, on a switch. On a switch. But but yeah. somebody brought their game uh their gamecube and they have <laughs> melee still old gotta play it on an n64 oh i'm sorry was rock band while you were in college mm, that came out i think when i was in high school late high school yeah because oh, okay. he had the he had the drum set mm-hmm. i remember the drum set <laughs> yep but i'm trying to think at where else i mean we would so the science library is pretty nice to go study. What was your main like pastime? It's closed. We're not allowed to go in the science library. Why can't you go in the science library? You can't socially distance. It's just not open. Sad. What, what would you do? To, like what activity would you do? Oh, well, I, I mean, you get have they had the club thing yet? No. Oh, well, you go join a bunch of clubs and then your week is filled up with all kinds of stuff like that. So we would go. I mean, the DH was a pretty common hangout spot, too. Where you just go have lunch and then maybe stay for an extra hour or something like that. Can't stay in the DH for an extra hour. <laughs> I mean, you can, well, but you have to like have masks on when, like the moment you're done eating. It's much easier just to talk outside. Hideous. Hideous. Welcome to COVID. All right. Where is your hangout spot? My That's hang- not my question. <laughs> Mine is probably just dorms. We've been playing a lot of Ultimate Frisbee in front of Blackwell. And uh, there's like volleyball games every night too, and so that's we we have made more friends faster than any other point in our lives by just having a frisbee. You should get a dog; It'd be a lot faster. I was just thinking, dogs are fast too. <laughs> Everyone goes goes right up to you. You're allowed to have what you can have fish. You can have fish. That's it. That's all you can have. Although uh, there's a guy that lives downstairs and I'm friends with named Coley who is very much so has his heart set on taking one of those ducks that like to hang around the lake and bringing them th- and bringing them back to his dorm and having them as a pet. You got a well, plant and he says he's, he's, he's going to start with plants and then he's going to get a duck, you know, get a real pet and then he's going to work his way to children. That's how it works. Well, I'm telling you, Kayla, it was able to substantially expand beyond fish in her dorm. Well, our rules say only fish. Well, that was her rules, too. She had aquatic frogs. Which she convinced somebody qualified as a fish. <laughs> and um, she had a hedgehog. How does that and qualify then, as a fish? I don't know. And then she also shared. She helped take care of. Uh, uh our neighbor across the hall had rats. Who had the squirrel? Oh, that was later. That this was all either freshman or sophomore year. And then junior <laughs> year, somebody had a squirrel for a little while, but that was over the summer. There's a rat living in the vents in Blackwell. Well, you should feed it. <laughs> Name it. And then Kayla also had a cat for a while. <laughs> Side note. Uh, three of our washing machines. So we have six washing machines and half of them have already broken and the whole laundry room has already been flooded once. Happiness. (laughs) By you? No. My laundry adventure was successful. So does everybody have a single or does anybody have double? So the the rooms we are in are doubles, but we just don't have a roommate. So most of us are saying, does, does anybody have a roommate? Yes. Every, every other Dorm that's not Blackwell has roommates. Oh. Blackwell's the coolest dorm, by the way. That's totally false. 100% <laughs> true. We have all the cool people. It's tiny. I have old. no stake in this. What floor are you on? The first floor, so, but like I'm a story up because there's a basement. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the fourth floor of McLaughlin. 
Cool. McLaughlin <laughs> is where I know like one person from McLaughlin and third floor, fourth floor, whatever. I was on the top. It was not, a, it was not an exciting conversation. So do you have friends? Yes, I have friends. So last that also is not my question. So the last episode, what is your question? <laughs> I'm going last. Oh my goodness. Juliana, ask a question, preferably towards James. I get all the questions. Well, you know the most. Okay, I'll ask a question that would be like abstract instead of concrete, which would be like different for James' thinking pattern. If you could be Jonathan or myself for a whole day, but you could not pick the day or anything, you couldn't control anything around it, which one of us would you want to be? And what would you do? I can't pick the day. You just said. Well, I had fun in college, so I would go. I would be Jonathan for a day. Your day would be stressful, Juliana. You have to talk to children. Yeah. Hear their problems. <laughs> you as a therapist would be. What What do you need? What's wrong? Well. Ha- well. Happiness. Well, well stop it. <laughs> There's a really funny um, old, old school SNL video, and it portrays a therapist, and um, it's really funny. Y'all should look it up. It, just look up SNL, just stop it, and it's basically what not to do as a therapist, but it's hysterical. And sometimes, a, on bad days, you really just want to be like, well, stop it. I'll bury you in a box. Who would you pick, Juliana? One hundred percent me. Maybe James, if that means the pets all day. It's what it means most days. Yeah, so I can play with all the animals. And I don't really know Furman's campus that well. And you're hanging out with boys that I wouldn't know. It'd be kind of scary. There's, there's girls. We had a we had an even gender distribution last night. Well, base, so I'll base it off of this morning setting up the Zoom and setting up the audio. <laughs> I would not want to have been here this morning. Uh, at all because I, <laughs> I don't know anything about technology so I'd just be like uh, just leave it I my audio had some something atrocious going on with it and I with <laughs> not even realizing that y'all could see me I ripped off my headphones <laughs> and just sat there very angrily musing over how horrible my life was this morning um it seems you could use that time to take some therapeutic breaths try and recenter yourself i can't at all tell that you are related to father (laughs) (laughs) well dad would act like dad would immediately say that he would have to buy a new like audio interface and that you know that we just can't record today it's just horrible it's awful i will defend you a little bit jonathan Jesse would definitely call me out if he was here. When I try to do things with technology and like little things go wrong, I have, what does he call it? I have a come apart. I think it's an Alabama phrase. I have a full blown come apart and I can't like cope. I can't, it's stressing me out to no end. And there's probably little solutions, but I don't take the time. So like making a wedding website is brutal. And and for our pretend listeners, um, while, uh, father is a bit of a spaz in stressful situations. He has lots of positive qualities too. Yes. Oh yes. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> but handling technology disruptions, him, some development <laughs> opportunities there. Showing him how to attach a file to an to an email on an iPad with the default mail app was a journey that I never want to go on again. So you ready for my quiet? Actually, Jonathan, who would you who would you pick? I feel like James eats better, so probably you. Why does James eat better? Well, most of my days are vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah, but Kayla makes good food, like egg rolls. That is not very... If, if it's just a random day you can't control, you're not going to get any egg rolls. I'm going to get any egg rolls? <laughs> what, yeah. what, did, what did you eat? What did you eat yesterday? Yesterday we had homemade quesadillas. Well, that and, sounds good. Uh, for lunch we had ramen, homemade ramen. That also sounds good. You know, that's what I had last night. What did you have? DoorDash. Uh-uh. We we had to stop that. Um, (laughs) We had grilled asparagus. I had a sweet potato. What was the meat? Oh, we had um, 
We had to go really low carb last night. So I had the sweet potato. He did not. Um, and then we had just like Publix meatballs. And then I just threw them into a container and put like vodka sauce on them. as like comfort food. And I gave Jesse heartburn. But So it'll give me heartburn. Are you ready for my question? Yes, I am. If it's for me. My question is for Jonathan to describe his classes and his feelings towards his classes since he was not giving clear answers before. Okay. Um, we have to pray. None of my professors ever listen to this. Um, I think that's a very safe set. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's probably, um, okay. So chemistry class, uh, I'm taking chem 115 foundations of chemistry or something like that. And it's my only in-person class and we meet three times a day, Monday, I mean, not three, uh, three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday for regular class, which is a flipped classroom sort of thing. So we'll read the book and then we'll ask any questions and mostly just do the homework for work through the homework problems that we were already supposed to have done. Um, and people asking questions about that. And then on Thursdays we have lab, which is, a, which is just two hours of, of doing that exact same thing of people just doing homework problems over and over and over and over and over again. Um, so that is not my favorite class. And it also quickly dropped on my favorites when people had to ask how ex, uh, exponential notation worked. Um, well, just wait, because I think that class is going to get significantly harder once you get I, to more of the P-Kimmy stuff. I mean, I mean, we're already we're already I'm having to memorize polyatomics and stuff and naming for organics and structure types and things like that. So um, I would classify that as still the easy material. I know. Once you, he said chapter six is where things start getting. But we have oxidation states and stuff like that now, which is easy. But I just. I don't like doing it because there's more rules to memorize with that. I would just wait. Well, um, bio is all online and I, I enjoy that professor mainly because he, I used to be on a D and D show and he talks like my old dungeon master named Sean, who is now living in Guam. Um, can you do, um, an impression of him? No, no, I wish I could. I wish I could. Disappointment. Uh, but my the dungeon master name was uh, is Sean and he's uh, a pastor and he is doing like sort of this missions thing in Guam and recently got out of quarantine. But that that always gives me like positive vibes. And he his is flipped classroom too, where we watch videos and things like that. Um, my Spanish class is very much so online centered where we have this like website and a virtual tech virtual textbook and assignments and stuff like that, that we do. And part of the class is we set up appointments with native Spanish speakers where we have a 30 minute conversation with them. What level is your Spanish? 210. Um, and then my philosophy class has been very interesting. The first day we play show and tell, basically we just talked, went around and talked about ourselves briefly you talk the whole time no okay i talked for a very small amount of time but it took the whole hour and 10 minutes to do that and then the second class we spent the uh, that hour and 10 minutes going over the syllabus and 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 i have an essay due tomorrow about what i want to do with my life and whether that's a good thing or not but yeah those are my classes and all of them have their sort of pitfalls i guess i just am going to go insane if i have to see someone be talked through train tracks again. <laughs> also, it doesn't help that doc that Doctor Shields has hearing aids yeah, that get well that get pulled out by his mask apparently, and so people will tell him what number they want to do, and you'll say like thirty six, and he'll say twenty six, and he'll start doing twenty six, and he'll be like a minute into twenty six, and then someone will tell him that it's not twenty six. I feel bad for him. <laughs> He's supposed to be a really good professor. He seemed he 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 seems very very smart. Well, I would hope most professors yeah. seem pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, their job is a he good first like, impression. He's he seems to enjoy teaching this class. <laughs> well, if he's doing the flipped classroom, that's like the new trendy thing. So he's trying to keep up with educational trends. That's what, that's what every 
professor is doing. I don't have a class that isn't a flip class. That's because they're trying to show the value of actually having a professor there because you can read and watch uh, like lectures on your own. I know, but I would prefer to, I, I just once I would like to be lectured at. Well, don't worry. <laughs> I don't know what a flip classroom is. It's where you go over problems instead of going over lecture material. Oh, okay. It encourages active participation okay. by the students. I loved participating. People probably didn't like that about me, but I loved <laughs> participating in class. Did you ever take a philosophy class? Um... I took a lot of psychology classes that had um, a lot of room to speak on your feelings and stuff. So, like, I took psychology of love and, like, psychology of poverty and things like that. So, no, I did not. I don't think Sanford had philosophy. Um, the My philosophy teacher is the, like, guy who created the poverty studies department at Furman, apparently. Um, did you ever take a philosophy class, James? Yeah, and I took a poverty studies class. Did, did either blow your mind? I wouldn't say they blew my mind. I learned a lot in the poverty studies. You probably can't do the things that we did now, though, which is like going a poverty tour. I did oh, a I did a simulation, a poverty yeah, we simulation, did, we did that and then too. Uh, yeah, I I have officially signed up for the Furman Responders Club, and I should be actually engaged with it in September. So that'd be cool. And try being EMT. Slash wear your mask. Yes, definitely wear your mask. Wear that mask. Definitely wear mm. All right. Well, I'm hangry. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode and t- feel free to tune in next week where we're going to be tackling the various foods at Disney World. Um, nom, 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 nom. Believe you me, it is quite the experience. Same number as murders. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Thank you all for joining us and have a good night. Bye. Bye. See ya.